Welcome to the Fashionista Life, where we talk about fashion, interior design, parenting, and everything that encompasses the lifestyle of a fashionista. You can't help but smile with our host, Jennifer Johnson, a true fashionista and lifestyle expert, coming to you live from Naples, Florida. Welcome to the Fashionista Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson. If you find yourself here, it may mean that you're looking for clarity, courage, or confidence in some part of your life. I interview experts in business, fashion, and life each week and share strategies for success, motivation, and mindset. Let's get started. Today, we welcome into the studio, Katie Desertio. Did I say that right? Desiderio. Desiderio. We had this conversation (laughs) and I messed it up. Desiderio and Michael Frino, and they're authors of this amazing book called The Beekeeper, Pollinating Your Organization for Transformative Growth. I'm holding this book up right now because this, guys, is a transformative book. It's amazing. It's a leadership fable. And it's been coined as an essential resource for founders, entrepreneurs, executives, and managers. And I want to say a huge congratulations to both of you because it hit the Wall Street Journal's bestseller. Yeah, very exciting. Yay! <laughs> I, I wish I had the little button thing that I could do the clappers and be like, yay, yeah. guys, that's awesome. That's amazing. So I'm going to ask both of you your perspective. And Katie, I'm going to start with you first. As to what inspired you to write this book? Yeah, it's such a great question. Um, and w- when we think about inspiration, you know, I think uh, this is really a culmination of, you know, over a decade of work. So uh, Mike and I have been publishing uh, in the academic journal space for, you know, 12 years, um, always in the space of really, you know, human performance at work. And so we started talking about, and this really came in my work in higher education, kind of going up for full professor and looking at writing a book, right? So this became a requirement um, outside of the academic journal publishing space. And so Mike and I started kicking around, you know, what would a book look like? What would we want that to be? Um, And it really was in my work, you know, working with graduate students in our business school and then in my consulting space, of storytelling. And so Mike and I started to really think about like, what, what do adult learners need? What resonates? What um, kind of captures what they need in terms of time and those takeaways for quick action steps? And so that kind of inspired us to start to go in this leadership fable direction. Um, and the inspiration really for the book being about bees really was Mike's idea, right? He's like, you know, what about writing about bees? You know, because bees... Um, pollinate. And we always talk about helping things grow. And so we, then we started to really explore bees and, and what they do, you know, for the world and, and how they help things grow. And we kind of got on this kick of, you know, moving toward the book. Well, I think it's, it, it, captivating because you're telling a story and anytime you're telling a story, people listen. And then with that comes the message and that resonates so much more it's, it's memorable. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. It was a very exciting journey to go on. I mean, Kate, Katie and I, we ended up, like she said, she was in consulting and I was, I was working in Chicago. She was working in Chicago and, um, you know, we were like, we hadn't seen each other. She, she's, we're we're thousands of miles apart. And we decided to kind of say, Hey, let's get together. We hadn't, you know, seen each other in a while, start thinking about the book. Mm -hmm. And we ended up, we grabbed pizza in Chicago. It was awesome. (laughs) And, 
like literally on the back of a pizza box, we started sketching out. We actually still have the image. We took a picture of it of like the the exact you know, kind of concept and what we're going to do. And that's kind of where the B theme c- came up. That's funny. Instead of a napkin, it's a, it's a pizza box. Because <laughs> you hear, you've all, we've all heard those stories. Right. It all started in the basement of my home or we were at a restaurant and I wrote right. it on a napkin. It was a right. pizza box. It was a pizza box. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that was the inspiration really. And, and, you know, you start having ideas and, and we talk about universe moments a lot, but we, we, we met on May 2nd, uh, 2022. And you had not known each other before this because, Katie, you're in the education space, correct? Yep. Yeah, I'm in education. But I should say, Mike and I met in grad school. Right. And okay. so, you know, we, we've we been working together 12, you know, for, for the last 12 years. When Mike said we met on May 2nd, he meant to talk about the book, right? That was the oh, Chicago right. moment. Yeah. So, Mike, go ahead. Go ahead. Chicago Chicago pizza the moment. Chicago tell the moment. story. Yeah, tell yeah, the no, universe we went to grad moment. School. Yeah, we we both got our doctorates in organizational learning and leadership. So we both have PhDs. We went to Barry University over there in Miami. And to Katie's point, we, you know, as, as PhDs, you, you want to publish. So mm-hmm, we started publishing right. academic journals. But but Katie, you know, had aspirations to becoming a full professor. So we said, let's shift our energy mm-hmm. to write a book, to write a business book or a fable or, or a leadership book. And that's kind of when we got together on May 2nd to to start thinking about it. But yeah, it was it was truly um a very good whiteboard session. And then you always wonder like, okay, is this going to manifest into mm-hmm. anything? But uh, I think it was 18 days later, like we are on our newsfeed. It hit that it was UN world B day. And it was like, oh some, my gosh. and it was, it was like kind of this universe moment where it's like, Oh wow. Like this, this means something. Mm-hmm. Right. And we started researching about the bees and how, you know, the, the UN is working to protect them because they are, you know, a source of growth for everything. Right. And I'm like, all right, this, you know, we got to go down the path. Sometimes you have to listen to those whispers, right? There's this great quote by Oprah and she said, life is always speaking to us. And, uh, you know, we just, we have to listen. And a lot of us don't listen. Yeah. Well said. And, and look at where that's gotten you guys. That is so powerful. Yeah. Very much. That's just take the time to step back and be still, be still enough to listen and then have the courage to move forward. That's a great B mindset. Be still. It is a great B mindset. <laughs> well, and I'm actually thinking, you know, there's an undertone of the book about this, about just mm-hmm. being able to be present because, and I don't want to give a spoiler alert, but the protagonist in the book really doesn't want to be on this vacation. Right. Right. And so it really takes her being present to stop, look, and listen. Mm-hmm. And then all this learning and transformation happens in the spirit of that. Well, I have to tell you, so I run a, a business book club. I don't run it, but I'm, I started it and we meet every six weeks and we have a different book that we read and this is going to be our next book. I'm telling you, I, it's, (laughs) it speaks to life. It speaks to business. It speaks to many different areas and you can take it any which way that you want, but it's great. Well, that's great. great. We're glad to hear that. And, 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 and. You should know that Katie and I do have a bunch of resources for those we just yeah. kind of put out on our website. So, if, oh, if fabulous you need content for your book club. Fabulous. So, now I know that I've read the book front to back and it's broken down into some really great lessons. And I have two favorites the part where you talk about regrowth and rebirth and having tough skin. What is the most important lesson? And I don't want to give away the book because I want everybody mm. to make sure that they get this. But if you were to aid both of you, if you were able to pull one lesson out of that book, that wouldn't be a total spoiler. <laughs> what would it be? 
Sure, Katie, you want to go first? Yeah, sure, Mike. Um, I guess for me, it's really a thread of two things. The first is, you know, find a growth partner. Um, you know, Mike and I have found that in each other in, you know, kind of profession, our professional, you know, and academic growth. This book has become an example of that. In the book, you know, Catherine finds a growth partner, right? Someone who inspires mm-hmm. her to see things different, to kind of move her out of her comfort zone. Um, but in the spirit of that is this undertone of the be mindset to be proximal. And so in the book, it really is like being at the core of learning and growth. And I think, and, and we open with this, you know, in you saying, you know, I kind of find, I found my purpose. I've been doing this work for years, mm-hmm. right? And I kind of found this at the right time. And when we're able to be present with ourselves, kind of at the core of our own learning and growth, but then you know, our ability to be able to help other people do that. It's like Mm -hmm. magic happens. Um, And so that's probably the thing that just kind of moves me the most about the book. And I I totally love that about the book too. So I'm glad that you, you highlighted that. Yeah. I think for me, and and, and you illuminated it a little bit when, when you kind of put it Oprah, but I, I think people like they don't, they don't, they aren't curious enough to dive deeper and learn about others more deeply. Right. And I Mm -hmm. think in, in the book, uh, Catherine could have very easily, um, not cared about being curious and then the, her life would be completely different. Right. But she demonstrated that kind of mindset of like, okay, let me, let me be a little curious here and, and, and talk to this individual and see if I can learn and grow from them. Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of where, you know, transformation happens. If, if you, if you care to go deep enough with, with somebody. Right. It's in the details. It's in the details. Right. Right. Because how many of us just, you know, it's like, and I'm going to reference, you know, you can go into a store and you can walk past racks every single day, right? And then they change the store around and then you're like, hey, I've never seen that before. And they'll be, well, that's been here for months, right? Mm-hmm. If you just look at it from a different angle, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. It can we change an analogy. Yeah. And, and these are really, you know, Mike and I use this a lot. There's reference to this in the book about lens check, right? Mm-hmm. Our lens check moments, right? What we see depends mainly on what lens we choose. And to your point, it's easy to get lost in like ourselves or just in the routine, but how do we, right? You know, kind of take a step back and be able to see the people and the things around us and then how we can interact with that, right? And sometimes we need those reminders to do that. Absolutely. In that there's a lot of growth, right? Yes. Absolutely. Is your closet overflowing? Or maybe your kids' closets are as well. Or maybe you just want to redecorate your house. If you're wondering what to do with all that stuff that you've accumulated, bring it all to True Fashionistas or even ship it to them for free and they'll sell your unwanted items for you. They take away all the hassle by doing all the work and all you have to do is sit back and collect your money. You can reach out to them online at truefashionistas.com, come into the store or check them out on Facebook or Instagram, and that is truefashionistas.com. Welcome back, my friends. We are in studio with Katie and Michael, and they are the authors of The Beekeeper, Pollinating Your Organization for Transformative Growth. And I've got to tell you, again, going to be part of my book club. I think a lot of book clubs are going to use this. It's it's just such great information in here. I want to walk through the journey of writing your book from the idea to the printing of it. Like, what did that journey look like for both of you? Yes, yeah, so I think um, you know, we kind of we talked a little bit about kind of the process of um, ideation, mm-hmm. and and that was a, that was a big part of it. Um, you know, to find a publisher, it's it's not easy. 
to do. So, so we very, we took a very kind of careful approach to saying, okay, like how do we map out a story to, to pitch a publisher? And, mm-hmm. and that's what we did. We talked about, um, the, the, the female protagonist. We talked about the importance of bees. We talked about, you know, businesses and, and growing companies and kind of the struggles that, that women entrepreneurs have maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those kind of themes kind of resonate with, with certain publishers. And, and so Wiley is a, is, a, is a big publisher in the academic space. We've published a ton of journals with them and we definitely leveraged kind of our existing mm-hmm. research to, to kind of make, make the pitch. Um, and once you get the pitch then that, then you kind of wait and see right. if they'll, they'll, they'll bite on your book. And once they do, then, then they kind of map out and help you map out the mm-hmm. writing journey, but I'll defer to Katie and see if you have anything to add. Yeah. Um, Mike, you're you're right. Like we did this vetting, I think at the core of just who we are, we're researchers, right? And so mm-hmm. we looked into publishers and what would resonate. But, you know, I just want to add to what Mike said. We're still learning about the book publishing process, right? You opened with right. like, we hit Wall Street Journal bestseller and we're like, okay, we put our heart and soul into all of this to get to launch we hit Wall Street Journal bestseller, and now what? And and right. we're learning now what? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that this is also like for listeners, we're subject matter experts in an area, but it it also kind of opens us to beginner's mind in book publishing because there's so much we don't know, mm-hmm. and there's so much vulnerability with us leaning in to say, I don't know, teach us, right? Mm-hmm. What, what could we learn? Who could we connect with? Who's modeling, you know, the things that we want to see ourselves do. And we're in that space now of like, well, let's learn, let's connect with people. Like even being here with right. you inspires us to think about <laughs> right? book, like book club talks, mm-hmm. like what are resources people need? What are the things right. that we're not thinking about that goes back to your point of those lens check moments that like we could get lost in like tunnel vision of here's our vision. Mm-hmm. But like, what, how are we looking around to say like, well, what could we learn? What are we not thinking? What could we see? What could we develop? And I think we're right there in the heart of that, of still navigating this, this learning process. Well, and I, I think what you, you said about you can get co- so caught up in where you're at that it's it's hard to sometimes step out and and see. And I had that problem as a female entrepreneur. Trying like we had mm-hmm. a conversation before we started. I didn't know what that was. I had an idea, but I didn't know. And it took a lot of learning. And yeah. when you open yourself up and you're able to learn, you're willing to learn. Right. That changes everything because there's nothing that's not on the table at that point. You're so right. And and Mike and I have felt this sense of responsibility um, in the space of even putting this work out or doing podcasts like this, that what we're espousing to be important is also what we're enacting in our behaviors. And so the things that we're saying are actually the things that we're doing. And so at the heart of that is like growth mindset, just every day, what are we learning? How are we doing mm-hmm. better? What are we not seeing? Right? How are we leaning in to you know, maybe do it better, redirect? Um, and that's been a space that's been a little bit freeing, but also something, right, that leaves us a little bit vulnerable to say like, well, we don't know. We have to figure this out. Right. But there's a lot to be said about vulnerability, right? Yeah. I mean, what do you yeah. guys think about that? Like if you're if you're open and you're vulnerable, you're approachable and there's so much that goes around that. Yeah, I mean, I think for a lot of people that that's really not, it's hard to do, right? It and is. Demonstrate vulner- vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, you know, we do a lot of consulting work, um, you know, and we have consultants come in at, 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 at my company, but we do a lot of reflection on like, 
what is our personality style? Like mm-hmm. how how open are we to being vulnerable? And we spend a lot of time there because some a lot of people have to to think differently, right? And mm-hmm. self-reflect on who they are as an individual and, and what it's going to take for them to stretch and, and demonstrate vulnerability. Because people want that environment where their leaders, their managers, their the people they're working with are vulnerable because mm-hmm. it, it kind of opens the door for others to be more vulnerable uh, with, you know, w- with their manager or leader. And right. so when you create that environment, I think, you know, that that lends to high performance and, and people feel more comfortable. So, yeah, it's a uh, it's, it's a common theme throughout throughout the mm-hmm. book, too. Um, so so really important concept. Um, yeah, Katie, I don't know if you have any anything to add. Yeah, Mike, so well said just about, you know, like our deep level diversity attributes of like who we are and how we show up. To Mike's point, the, the be mindsets in the book is like you get to choose who and how you want to be. Mm-hmm. We get to author that, right? That's part of our, our leadership story. And to Mike's point, when we think about vulnerability, some something that you know, we often forget from a leadership perspective is that leadership starts with you. Mm -hmm. And so when we look at the tri-level of leadership, it's individual, that's you, that's the person. Then it's you working with others at the group level. And then it's the impact at the organizational level. But we always have to roll back to how do you Mm -hmm. show up? Mm -hmm. What are you learning? What are you modeling? What are the things that you want to see more of at the group level? Mm -hmm. But it starts here. And so in that space of vulnerability, it's to Mike's point, it might not be easy. We might have to expend some energy to stretch, to be vulnerable. But when we're able to have those lens check moments to show up and say, wow, I need to unlearn, Mm -hmm. right? Which is really hard for adults. I need to unlearn the way that I've always done it. And I need to look at this a different way. That's how we get stronger, Mm -hmm. right? That's how we encourage people around us to be able to model the same behaviors, Um, And that's really where we see magic happen, right? Absolutely. We're holding that proverbial pen, right? Mm -hmm. As individuals, we're holding that pen to write our story. Yep. And we have to show up authentically, right? For our team. Because, you know, if you're not, you can see through that. And uh, yeah, I I just go back to authenticity Mm -hmm. and vulnerability. No question. Yeah, I think that a lot of the work that's done on on self-reflecting, understanding your personality and your behavior attributes. People don't take the time to do that. And right. so sometimes they have blind spots and they don't even realize that they're showing up this way. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guilty of that, right? You know, we you all do, are. Yeah, to you do some these assessments. Extent, right? Yeah. It's, it's like, Hey, people may think you don't like them. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that, that's hurtful. Like why? And then, so you have to, you have to be curious enough to explore why that is. And then, you know, make small changes to Katie's point earlier about demonstrating growth mindset and saying, mm-hmm. like, I have to grow in this area because, you know, if, if people think I'm unapproachable or, but that's my style is to, to ask a lot of questions and, and think. Mm-hmm. And, and so that could come across to people who are high, high energy or enthusiastic right. as like, oh, this, they, don't, they don't trust me or mm-hmm. so just mindfulness. It's kind of having, it's um like hard conversations and wanting to know, wanting to get to the truth and then facing it right. and going, Oh, really? That's <laughs> right. No, exactly. I was like that. Yeah. And it knows that, I mean, if that's your personality, no one's saying that you have to change completely. Right. It's just the self-awareness that mm-hmm. you, you do. That's this. what it is. Exactly. Yep. And then, and then making adjustments mm-hmm. to, to be better. Absolutely. All right. Any more uh, books in the works for the two of you? I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. 
Katie, you want to take that? Yeah. So <laughs> he's deferring to you, Katie. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We we are. We're we're already talking about the next book. And I think that inspiration for the second book, and this is typical of Mike and I, right? Like I said, we've been writing together for over a decade. And um, and it's always like, well, what's next? How are we threading? Mm-hmm. How are we building, right? How are we continuing to just think about optimizing, right? Human performance mm-hmm. at work, but that's also us right. doing it. So um, we, we're kind of working on some extension of this book um, to go into these kind of leadership lessons into another fable. Mm-hmm. I would love a workbook. Oh, I would love, I'm telling you, I would love a workbook around this. It's a good idea. But I'm that per, I mean, there are yeah. other people out there like me that we like to write things down and we like to have a component of the book. Otherwise we're writing over the right, book. Right. And then we're like, I don't know what that was, but it would just be a great addition, addition to the book. All right. Yeah. Just no taken. My two yeah, cents. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and Mike, Mike mentioned earlier on our website, um, we have growth guides available that are kind of more, more miniature mm-hmm. workbooks, but things that we could do as individuals or if we're working in a book club or with our team, you know, things like that. But <clears throat> I love this idea of, you know, thinking about something that you could kind of take notes in and personalize. Absolutely. Well, I have so much enjoyed having you guys on today. Now, if our listeners want to get a hold of the book or they want to get a hold of you guys, where can they do that? Because you mentioned some resources, which mm-hmm. would be invaluable to have, you know, with this book. Like like you said, if someone's doing this in a book club or they just want to do it for themselves, where can they go? Yeah, so we have a website, leadershipfables.com. And, you know, that could connect you with with Katie and I, as well as all the resource guides. Um, you know, we are encouraging people to 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 become members, to get access to all of that, you know, mm-hmm. growth guides and stuff they can use to kind of support the book, um, as, as well as a, a ton of different things we're doing and, and packages that we have that people can bring this to their teams and organizations. So there, there's a lot on there that, that people can explore, but that's the best way to get a hold of us. That is fabulous. Thank you guys so much for being on today. I, I know that um, our our listeners are probably going to be flocking to buy this book or buzzing, yes, oh, flying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I find the right words. <laughs> well, we want a lot of pollinators out there. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys so much for being on again. And thank you for joining me today and every week here on The Fashionista Life. If you want a deeper dive, head to my website, thefashionistalife.com to sign up for my weekly newsletters where we take a deeper dive each week into a new topic. Have a fabulous day. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Fashionista Life. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode of The Fashionista Life.